Welcome to the Rise Inside podcast, hosted by Justin Starbird and powered by Rise Robotics. Listen as host Justin talks to experts from the Rise team about topics relating to mechanical engineering, industrial design, commercialization, and innovation. True collaborations work when ideas are integrated at inception to solve significant problems. Rise Inside brings together how the team continues to work with great folks to commercialize ideas. You're listening to the Rise Inside podcast. Here's your host, Justin Starbird. Welcome back to Rise Inside. My name is Justin Starbird, and today I have Kurt Walker, product manager for Anthony Liftgates with me. Kurt, welcome to the show. Hello. Hey, thanks. Uh, thanks for joining. Um, it's uh, really neat to, to have a guest uh, from Anthony Liftgates join us today. Um, how is everything in Pontiac, Illinois? Um, thanks for having me. Uh, it's a beautiful day here in Pontiac. <laughs> Great. Well, congratulations are in order here uh, at, at Rise. You know, family is, is very important. So congratulations on the new addition to your family as well. I appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, being a dad myself, especially of two girls, um, I can relate, and it's uh, it's very exciting. Um, so I'm re- I'm really happy for you. No no um, uh, no problems putting off uh, an interview for a little while for for something of that nature. It's very exciting. Yeah. Um, so Kurt, you know, thanks for joining me today. You know, there's a lot of exciting things going on with uh, Anthony Liftgates and and Rise Robotics. Um, but before we jump into some of that stuff, tell me a little bit about you know what is you know who are Anthony Liftgates and and um, a little bit about your company. So the Anthony story goes back to, I guess, at the earliest uh, 1917. Uh, the, the name start, arose by a guy named William Anthony and his brothers and a couple of business partners uh, came up with some innovations for the new fledgling uh, transportation industry, uh, which were added to Ford Model Ts. Uh, fast forward about 30 years uh, in the 40s, um, the owner of the company uh, had a, a right-hand man who happened to be uh, my great-grandfather. He was approached uh, by a, a guy in the in the shop who uh, had an idea for a lift gate, and they ended up collaborating collaborating with the owner and putting together what we see as the Anthony lift gate that was released in the forties. Um, long story short, uh, we ended up uh, bringing the company back into our our family and actually owning in a, the lift gate line back in about nineteen eighty, and. Uh, We've, uh, we take pride in building in American-made products still. Uh, we, we try to build high quality. Um, that's kind of what we do. Yeah, that's great. Um, you know, today, who are, you know, who, obviously you service the transportation industry, but, you know, what, you know which parts, a lot of people just see a trailer and, and don't think that there's, um, you know, any significant differences between the two. Tell us a little bit about, you know, what, uh, what you guys add to that. Um, so maybe this will answer the question. I guess the, the way we see, I see the industry, uh, there's, there's two sides of it. There's like commercial deliveries, and then we have utility type gates. On the commercial delivery side, that's, that's the bulk of the lift gate market uh, that you would see on a truck or a trailer. And they're out there moving product all day long. So anywhere there's a dock uh, loading typically and no dock to unload, that's a perfect spot for a lift gate. There's some industries that use them heavily. Some use them a little bit. And then there's guys that have a lift gate on the back of the truck just uh, to sort of help them do a job on the road. So you may see like a pickup type gate 
um, uh, on the back of a tire truck or uh, a plumber's truck or something like that. But sure. they're all doing basically the same thing, which is uh, helping a person load and unload a heavy load onto a truck bed. So we're using pretty much throughout the entire industry using hydraulics to uh, get that job done, to move the heavy load. Yeah. Uh, years ago, there's, and, and there still are models that aren't hydraulic, but I would say it's it's 99.9% hydraulic lift gates out there. Sure. And, you know, so the lift gate, you know, you think about an elevator, you know, and you're, you're lifting heavy loads to bring them up somewhere. Lift gate does the opposite, right? Yeah. Most lift gates, we say most lift gates are unloading. They call them lift gates, but they'd be, you know, better known as lower or delivery gates most of the time because most of the work they're doing is just dropping product. Though they, they are rated to lift what they say they rated. Right. Of course. Well, before I jump into a couple other questions about lift gates, you know, what is your role, Kurt? You have, uh, you know, quite the legacy to carry on with your grandfather, you know, having been such an important part of the history of the company. Sure. Um, I started out uh, about seven and a half years, uh, came back to the family business um, in a sales and marketing role. So I started out refreshing web materials, brochures, and just sort of gravitated toward uh, more product design type work. Um, just trying to do better, faster, cheaper. That's kind of the way I see what today's economy calls for in most uh, manufacturing type businesses. That's what people want. So make the gates better, get them to people faster and keep the cost down. That's kind of what I've been engaged in for probably the past four or five years. And that's, that's my job nowadays. Yeah, that's exciting. Um, and you oversee a specific product, um, you know, or a product line within the company, correct? Yeah, there's a lot of overlap with uh, myself and the other product manager here, but uh, I'm, I'm technically in charge of the tuck underline, which is the, the most popular style in North America. And uh, they're the type that fold under the back of the truck. And we have several different models in that line. And I'm kind of have P&L responsibility for making sure they succeed. Yeah, sure. No pressure then, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Keeping the family business alive. Right. So that's yeah. exciting. You know, when you think about uh, how Anthony was really a, a pioneer, you know, um, as the transportation industry you know, got off to a, a rocket start in the early, you know, in the early days, you know, how do you keep that pioneering spirit alive today and, and uh, keep innovation, you know, going uh, as you know, you have, so many companies that are really set in their ways. How, how does Anthony continue to be, you know, able to innovate? You know, we, uh, we have quite a few people here who work with tools um, all the time. They're, they were they're wrenching on stuff on the weekend. They grew up on a farm, that kind of stuff. They like to weld as a hobby, that kind of stuff. So we work with tools a lot and we always see sort of a better way to do things when we can. And I think everybody shares our, our urgency here that uh, if you're not making things better, someone else will. We still feel, you know, a lot of pressure from competition and from uh, just general, a general sense that things can generally be made better. And uh, we're tr constantly trying to push on that. As somebody that kind of started in marketing through the company, how do you, you know, get that message out there and, and let your customers know, um, you know, how do you share that right now? Um, in our industry, I, I, 
have a pretty simple approach. Uh, we got to have a good website. Everybody's got to have a good website nowadays to sort of uh, distill the message down pretty simple. Uh, there's still actually a lot of person-to-person uh, -person meetings to sell a liftgate. So our guys are trained and uh, are out there talking to our customer base all the time on uh, the benefits of our product. Yeah, that's, that's great. Um, and, you know, when you think about uh, other areas of the, you know, company that make it you unique, um, you know, how do you incorporate culture into that? Um, you know, how do you, you know, take that entrepreneurial, you know, uh, engineers from the farm and bring it to, you know, mass uh, transportation? Trying to think of how to answer that best. No, I, I listen, I'm from, you know, I come from uh, the Northeast and, uh, you know, in New England. Um, and, you know, one of the things that's so fascinating is you have this like pioneering can do spirit, right, guys, uh, and folks uh, from all over, you know, like you had said, go home on the weekend and, and putter or, you know, make, um, make new things. Uh, and where you're, you're based there in, in middle America as well in, in Pontiac, Illinois, you are fortunate to have the same sort of, you know, spirit. Um, it, and what's fascinating to me, I think is that, you know, from the outside looking in, uh, in a lot of ways, you've been able to, you know, capture that, um, culture from, from being home, um, and, and apply it to, uh, you know, solving mass transportation, you know, problems. I know we've talked a little bit in the past about, you know, the, some of the issues that face, you know, common lift gates. Um, and it's so, so neat to, to know, or to hear that um, so many of the components from Anthony are, are made here in the U S. And so I guess my, my question was, you know, how do you um, encourage that culture uh, to be really hands-on to take that, uh, you know, puttering around the, the farm or around the house on the weekend and, and uh, you know, help folks realize that, you know, they have an opportunity to really make an impact in the transportation space around the U.S. Yeah. Uh, so what I've found uh, trying to push on engineering efforts over the past few years is the, the people who uh, really hit the ground running and do a great job with uh, engineering type stuff are those that do this as a hobby. Um, so if you, if you can hire somebody that, you know, works on hot rods on the weekends, that kind of thing, they kind of have a passion for it already. And we try to just encourage that and, uh, make everybody see that, uh, what they're doing can really hit the bottom line. And we're a, sm a small enough company and, uh, we have a, a pretty flat organiza organizational structure so that, uh, anybody in the company can walk into anybody's office and, and pitch an idea or, you know, just talk about anything they want to. And uh, that helps everybody see how their efforts, I guess, really can translate to the bottom line. Sure. So, uh, you know, when people see that uh, good customer service can keep a good customer around, or they see that this new design, let us sell another hundred units or something it, it I think it's motivating. Mm -hmm. We try to keep that culture here. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, you know, when you think about uh, that culture and, and um, you know, the fact that folks are, are really solving problems, let's talk a little bit about, you know, what, um, you know, what compromises a lift gate or, you know, what are some of the, the issues that uh, delivery companies, you know, face on a, on a day-to-day -day basis? Um, so it's, 
it's often been a story of uptime, a lot of little glitches uh, over the years, probably back in the 70s and 80s. I, I don't think the industry was really up to snuff on on uh, where quality could be. And you could say that about automotive at large, maybe in the 80s. Uh, in the past 10, 20 years, we've all really cleaned that up. Um, there were small things, you know, even back in the 90s that heat shrink terminals, things like that weren't even standards. Uh, you know, so you'd get corrosion, you'd get failed electrical connections. Everybody sort of stepped up their game on that. And uh, that's good. I, I, I know we led the charge on a lot of that stuff, um, just making lift gates better and more reliable. Nowadays, there's still plenty of frustrations, I think, with lift gates. And they are primarily, I'd say 60 to 70% of the time are electrically related. Um, and there's a lot of things that fall into that category, but uh, lift gates not getting adequate power can really um, de decrease their service life and cause more uh, road service calls. Mm -hmm. I think that's kind of a really widespread problem that maybe is often un undiagnosed is that lift gates don't see the power they should to, to run reliably. Right. So, you know, you know, that kind of leads me into that uh, Anthony and Rise have, you know, created a partnership. How does, you know, this this um, strategic alliance with uh, Rise, you know, help solve your customers' biggest problems? Yeah, so uh, semi-trailers are getting lift gates more and more. Um, They've been, you know, they've been on there for, for decades. We've got pictures from back in the, in the 50s where lift gates were on semi-trailers, but never been that common. It seems to be growing a little bit lately. And when you do that, you have to have standalone power to power that lift gate on the trailer. And, and charging that standalone power can be a task. Um, trying to get power from the truck alternator. There's been other solutions to try to make that work. Um, the industry's really tried to figure out the best way to do that over the past 10 or 15 years. And there's been some, some innovative things, uh, DC to DC converters to help boost the power. But uh, on top of that, we're, we're seeing a larger push for efficiency and we don't want lift gates to be a large power drag on a vehicle. That, that becomes especially important uh, if you're talking about electric trucks, mm -hmm. you can really hamper the range um, of the uh, vehicle if a lift gate's running a lot and draw, dragging a lot of power out of the battery. So the rise solution to us is a means of making a lift gate just way more efficient. Um, lift gates, hydraulics by nature are not very efficient. They're really powerful, really versatile. They're everywhere. They're great. But uh, when, when power consumption, total power consumption is important, you got to really start looking at something else to try to you know, be more efficient. And the RISE system is a lot, it allows us to do that. And how does it, does it integrate really efficiently into your current operations? I mean, you know, from, from my perspective, it, it seems like it's a really natural fit. You know, how did, um, you know, Anthony end up deciding to, to make this move? Uh, it took a little, you know, a little while, a little back and forth to really understand what the proposal was because it's something that's so totally new. Um, we've we've dabbled in other motion technologies, you know, ball screw linear actuators, and a lot of time spent trying to make our hydraulics more efficient. And uh, when we started talking to the Rise guys, uh, 
there was a lot of can-do attitude. Like, yeah, we can we can fit that in your existing products pretty close. You know, you don't you don't have to reinvent the wheel here. We can we can make that work. And so far, that's that's been the case. So obviously, there's some reengineering to get the hydraulics out of the machine, but uh, it's a fairly clean fit for what we've put in in this type of gate. You know, with that spirit and can-do attitude um, that, you know, Rise has brought to the Anthony partnership, what kind of opportunities does that create for you to present to your customers? Oh, yeah, the, the, the potentials, you know, sales potential of the innovation of the Rise product we think is huge because it's so new and different from what's out there right now. And a lot of people's frustrations have to do with keeping the lift gates running uh, keeping a good charge on the batteries. Um, if this allows us to increase reliability, make a truck have a longer range, that's a really big selling feature uh, to, to push people toward our rail lift versus others. And uh, we're excited about that. It's something new, new and very unique. Has it, re- you know, has it energized the company at all? And, and uh, you know, does it, does, do you see it as a real differentiator? I think so. Um, We've, we've kept it pretty, pretty uh, tight-lipped, I guess, inside the company. So there's only a handful of people that realize what we're working on. But of those that are doing it, I think everybody just kind of is really excited to see where it goes. It's going to awesome. be interesting. It'll be fun. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, do you think that it, it uh, positions you in the marketplace, um, you know, differently? And, and, you know, I mean, we haven't made a lot of these things public, even even we're recording this well, you know, in advance of, of making it public. Um, but, you know, do you think when it does become uh, when it does get out there, it'll uh, it'll really help uh, position you and 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 uh, put you forward? Yeah. Um, we have always tried to be on the, the innovating side of the industry, um, willing to try a lot of new things. And this is definitely one of the more ambitious, you know, times we've done that. And that's, it's right in line with what we like to do. Yeah. Awesome. I mean, it's, uh, it's pretty cool to, to, to see two, uh, companies coming together, uh, with, um, you know, different trajectories to, you know, you know, I'll be pulling in the same direction. So it's really neat to be a part of something like this. Mm-hmm. You know, what else um, have you, have you seen, you know, from the, the partnership so far? It's been great so far. Um, anytime we design a new product, we always realize it's, it's going to, there's gonna be a lot of hurdles to get over. You're going to, you're going to uh, put a lot of time into design and have to shift and go a different direction with it. And naturally anything's going to have that, but uh it's, it's worked well and we're pretty happy with it. That's great. Well, I uh, really appreciate you taking the time today to, to speak with me, Kurt, and sharing a little bit more about Anthony Liftgates and, and your position and, and how you guys came to be. I really appreciate it. Thanks for coming. Okay. Thank you. No problem. And congratulations one last time. You know, thanks again. A, yeah. This will be a, a seminal moment too. So it's, it's very exciting. Um, you know, for all of us here at Rise, you've been listening to Rise Inside. Thanks. Until next time. You've been listening to the Rise Inside podcast presented by Rise Robotics. On behalf of our guest today and host Justin Starbird, thank you for listening. Please share your feedback on our LinkedIn page, linkedin.com slash company slash rise dash robotics.